to Confessions of an SEO. This is Carolyn Holzman. Well, the bottom line is this. I'll be honest with you about my experience in SEO, whether it's a client experience or what I see in Google and the research and testing. And likely you're not going to hear any of this validated by Google if you like to think that they're driven to have your business's best interest at heart. You should always remember they are a multinational business that last year pulled in over $200 billion dollars with more than half of that from the paid ad division. So if you're an SEO, I get you. And when I say that, I mean, I really, really get you. And if you're a business owner, I also get you. I was a local business owner for decades before I became an SEO. And believe me, when I say I still feel your pain, it was mine for a long time too. So let's get started. Welcome. This is season two, episode 22. Today, we have a co-host, Daphne, and assuming that she doesn't start barking, I may let her stay. So to recap, Google rolled out an update last week. Now, I was a little skeptical for a few days because everybody was like grumbling and it was like they were rubbing their rabbit's foot. And Yeah, that used to be a real thing. If you grew up in the 60s and 70s, you could literally find a real rabbit's foot on a keychain. The way, well, like now you can find a cow's hoof for your dog. Pretty gross. All right. So anyway, there's been a couple of articles that are more like Twitter comment roundups. And I don't know how helpful they really are, but I'll I'll put a link in the description. And there's been, you know, anecdotal tremors ahead of the announcement. Specifically, remember this date, May 16th. And either it'll be, it's related or it'll be completely coincidental, but time will tell. So remember that date, May 16th. So in this episode, I thought I would break some ice and at least verbally acquaint you with what I've been seeing in server logs. And then I'll share um, second part. I'll just go into the mobile first indexing test that I've got running. So before I get going, I would like to shout out to whomever's listening in Malta. Thank you. For a brief time, uh, Confessions was in the top five for business podcasts in Malta. So Malta, if you're listening, it'd be really nice if you could find a few more friends and get them to listen and subscribe. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, it still amazes me the longevity that comes out of the Google index detector. If you're a new listener, this will be brief. Last August, when a lot of people were reporting that they couldn't get their new content indexed, I started testing new content every day. Now, each test page had two keywords, one that could be seen as a word in the content and one that was wrapped in JavaScript and needed to be processed by Google on the back end or rendered, we call it. And that would be when Google could see that second keyword is after that page was processed. Now, by the end of the year, out of 123 pages, I had a 6.5 indexation rate. Now, translated to pages, it meant only eight pages were indexed, and that included the homepage. Now, if you don't know what the homepage is, it's the one that shows up if you just type in the domain name that ends in .com, .net, .info, whatever. Um, If you can't get your homepage indexed, you've got some real problems. But I wasn't having that problem, obviously. But I was strictly following the developer's guidelines and doing exactly what Google said to get your content indexed. By the end of the year, demoralized, 
I shifted to a three-day-a-week testing schedule. And by mid-February, decided I'd had enough. So I completely changed, and I set up a brand-new test site, changed the setup and the method. And you could say I did exactly the opposite of what Google said to do, from which, surprise, my content got and has maintained almost 100% indexation all the way through. Well, to be honest, at this recording, there's two test pages that um, haven't been indexed yet. So two out of, and then I got to figure the math out. I'll let you know. Anyway, if you're wondering what I did that was the opposite, if I had new content not already indexed, I would advise you to not use the Google Search Console request indexation. No, thank you. Hard to argue with data, but it doesn't stop some people. Okay, so now I'm going to get back to what I saw from the update. And it was through the indexation project because doing that project, I've been tracking the various Google bots. And there have been several. In fact, on May 16th, remember that date from before? A brand spanking new mobile Google bot showed up. Now, there's the original mobile Google bot that primarily crawls the directive files. That's the sitemaps, XML files, robots text files. It's, it's basically the files that tell a bot where and what. And though that one has not changed at all. But between that one, they went through four different iterations of a second mobile Google bot before they appeared to have settled on this, this version of the second Google bot. And through the course of, you know, a couple of months, it looked like they were interviewing bots. Like, hello, can you crawl this for us? And then calling them back and saying, can you crawl this and this for us? Well, they fell in love when they met Mobile Googlebot 5. And they met on May 16th. And by May 21st, they were going steady. In fact, since that time, it's been back to the two mobile bots. The, the one that crawls the directive files and the one that does the discovery and the refresh rendering crawls. Now, you may be wondering, what happened when Google announced the update? So, well, the day that the SEMrush sensor reader went up into the, to the nines, the only, the only mobile bot is the one that came. So let me just say that this way, for six days, from the 26th to the 31st, they only sent the mobile Googlebot 5. Interesting, right? I'll let that settle in. And I'm going to keep my eye on it. We're going to put a pin in it for now. But it kind of leads me into the mobile first indexing test that I'm running. All right. Now... This is a desktop site where, for various reasons, the site owner will not invest in a new site. He sells out 100% or more every month. And what he offers is finite in nature. So I get to play with things because I'm like, it's really hard to rank a site that's mostly pictures. Well, one of these, um, I basically had built a mobile site for this ancient HTML collection. 
So it came to my thinking, like looking at all these mobile bots, that maybe if I were to make some improvements to the mobile site, and if mobile first indexing is a thing, maybe I could change the position of the desktop site. So when you read all of Google's instructions concerning mobile first indexing, they say make your mobile site like as optimized as your desktop site. You know, they understand that people are going to take pictures off maybe or change pictures that are on a mobile site, and they're fine with that, but I think they're talking about the the zones on your page of a mobile site um, optimize them make them like you would do as if it was a desktop site now if you're thinking hey wait a minute I have a responsive site so what the heck is she talking about who has a separate mobile site just hanging around well apparently I did so like I said my client wouldn't shell out for a new site and I can't blame him but what I did, and this was about 10 years ago, I took it upon myself to get one of those cute little PHP templated mobile sites. And then I decked it out. Um, but I realized that those mobile files had very little in the way of any SEO optimization in those actual mobile files. So I was thinking if I seriously upped the optimization on the mobile files and mobile first indexing according to Google says they they use the mobile version which is going to be this little PHP site um, that if I up those mobile files that his main site would rank better just from more optimized content in the mobile files so pretty neat, right? Sounds like I could just fall off a log and get this set up. Well, I think I mentioned before, I ran into a little snag. In the years since, um, I have learned how to do this. But at the time, I really wasn't all that sure and confident in my HTMLing. <laughs> so I didn't know how to set up a subdomain on a server. And so I had this mobile site, so I set it up as a mobile folder underneath the main domain, but not as a subdomain. And so at that point, you know, I thought, hmm, if I have similar content on the same domain, I could run into a duplicate content issue. And I did not want to deal with that as part of my test. So I was like, ah, I've got to get these files. But once I optimize them, I need to get them off the subfolder and into the subdomain. So I, of course, in the time that has elapsed, I know how to do this now. So I'm going back to something I'd totally forgotten about and realized, oh, I need to set up a subdomain. And I did it. And I made a copy of all the mobile site files and I diligently moved them into the new location and promptly got nothing. So what did I do? Well, I did what any respectable business person would do. I hired a guy on Fiverr and by the morning it was working. All right. Sometimes I do think that we bite off more than we bargain for. And then when we realize we don't know how to do something as well, perhaps, as hiring somebody, 
you know, sometimes I think I want to punish myself for, you know, I've got to dig myself out of this hole myself. I can't ask for help or anything. And that's silly. So for $7.28, I got pulled back onto the road. And now it's set up as a true subdomain on an M site. And all the redirects are in place. And I've upped the optimization pretty significantly compared to what it was, but also to the desktop version. So I would say mathematically, they're, they're testing out as being right on, on par with each other. So here we go. <laughs> and of course, I do all of this and then Google announced the update. But I'm not scared. So I'll keep you posted. Now, I mentioned in the last episode that I'm going to run a contest for topic ideas for confessions over the summer. Now, the top ideas, I'm going to do a show on them. I'll mention your name, put a link to one of your pages. And since this is an SEO podcast, I assume you have some interest in um, in getting something uh, linking back to you. So winners will be chosen based on my personal subjective determination. And, and the winners will receive mention on the podcast and a link back to whether it's their website or social profile, whatever. And then because I thought if people are going to send in ideas, the fact that, you know, my subjective determination, they didn't get picked. Well, why not put everything into a sweepstakes drawing at the end of the summer? And it'll be a purely luck-based process, chosen at random. And so those that win in the drawing, guess what you get? You'll get a one on-page analysis for one single keyword. So you won't get Oprah Winfrey down the taxes. So I'm going to limit the value to $5.99. And believe it or not, sometimes those analyses are faster than coming up with topic ideas for me. And I am not kidding when I say that. So everybody who submits something, whether it's chosen or not, they'll win. And then the ones that are chosen, they'll win. So I'm going to put up a a page so you can submit. That way I can keep track of everyone who submits a topic and make sure you have a complete set of rules and then I can reach out to you. So if you would like to submit something ahead of time, you're more than welcome to. We'll make sure you get in the system. Confessions at American Way Media. I have checked that email and it works. All right. So we're going to do this June, July, and August is where um, we're going to be using these. So get them in and uh, give me enough time so I can develop a, you know, some, some topic around them. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today. Thank you for being a listener. Special thank you to the sponsors of Confessions. I really, really appreciate your support. And if you can't support by being a sponsor, please subscribe wherever you're listening to it. It's on Audible, Spotify, Amazon Alexa. And if you haven't settled on one source, you can just Google Confessions of an SEO. You can't miss it. All of us stand to make more business and success together when both the SEO and SEO clients understand each other and Google better. It's been my pleasure to be your host. Thank you for the time, and I'll see you in the service.